Hey everyone, and welcome back to the One Minute Writing Tip Podcast. Today's episode, I'm so excited to be interviewing author guest Allison Hayes, who is a writer of prose and poetry, an actress, filmmaker, singer, songwriter, and wildlife conservationist, originally from Canada. Much of her life has been spent adventuring all over the world. She performed music in the United States, Canada, Iceland, Thailand, Malaysia, and France with a wide range of musical groups and has played on several CDs. She wrote a handbook on gourd music and designated musical instruments for Thailand's Elephant Orchestra's third CD. She produced and directed the award-winning short film Wild Florida's Vanishing Call, which won the 2020 Best Local Film at Cinema Verde's International Environmental Film and Art Festival in Gainesville, Florida. Her children's book, Milo and the Mustang, about a little boy with autism and a wild horse, won the R. Morrow Book Award for Great Kid Book for Road Trips. Allison's newest book, an adventure travel memoir, Amazon Hitchhiker, A Woman's Adventures from Canada to Brazil, is the true story of her travels in the 1970s, hitchhiking to South America from Canada, where she followed her dreams, bought an old dugout canoe to paddle deep into the dangerous, mystical Amazon rainforest. Amazon Hitchhiker has been getting five-star reviews and is being read in Canada, the United States, the United Kingdom, Europe, and Australia. Allison, wow. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to have you. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So um, the, the intro covered a lot, but I would love for you to just kind of dig in and share a little bit more about, you know, your journey and how you got into writing and film and just really where you are today. All right. Well, I have always been writing. And the first the first book I published was a handbook that was on how to play gourd instruments. And it was it was okay, but it wasn't great. Then the second book I, I wrote was Milo and the Mustang which is a children's book that is inspired. I was giving riding lessons to a little boy who had autism and cerebral palsy on my Mustang mare, and they had a wonderful immediate connection. So this, this is a story was inspired by that connection. And actually Milo, the boy in the story also helped to choose the final illustrations in the book. And that was, that went off very well, was very successful and won an award and then Amazon Hitchhiker is my latest book, and it's doing very well too, you know. And it, but it is it. And these books sort of, I have my own small publishing company called Echo Hill Productions, so everything's been published through Echo Hill Productions. But I hire independent editors and independent book cover designers to help me, you know, put the book together. Right. Yeah. No, it sounds beautiful, and I love that you did something that. It was kind of for the, the child that you're working with. And just, it sounds like it was something that was meant to also kind of encourage and inspire him. Is that, was that, was that the case? Yes. As well, actually, he's an adult now. He was a child. It was written about when he was a child, but he, he, yes, it definitely did. He was, he very much enjoyed being a part of it because he doesn't really talk hardly at all. Mm-hmm. So he was able to choose the illustrations. He had very good taste, but. The premise of this story for me, or the, the main the main reason I wrote it, was you don't learn till the end of children don't learn till the end of the story that that Milo has specific challenges that you know. So they're already connecting with this little boy who's lost in the mountains, and this wild horse finds him and takes him to a safe place, and they're already connecting with him before at the end they find out that he has challenges. Yeah! Wow! I love that. So are, I have to ask: are are you still traveling and? you know, incorporating your writing into that as you are? Or what is it? What does your life look like right now? 
Well, right now I'm I'm managing a um, a conservation area up in Canada for the summer. I'll be here for another month, and I it's it's a wildlife sanctuary basically for native wildlife. And in the meantime, when I have moments of time, I write, and I'm working on another book. I love that. So it sounds like writing is like you said you you've always been writing, and it sounds like it's just something that's just part of your life and something that you just do all the time. Is that the case? Well, on and off. I've always kept a journal, a diary of some kind. And so when COVID hit a few years ago and we were all stuck at home, I thought, oh, this is the time to write the book about my Amazon adventure, which takes place in the 1970s, actually. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote, you know, all day for hours, but I had journals that I'd kept when I was traveling. I've always kept some kind of a journal, you know. Sometimes I write what I ate that day. Sometimes I write in my journal a lot. So when I'm traveling, I tend to write a lot. So so, yeah, COVID was wonderful for me because it helped me to sit down and write write a book. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a case for a lot of people who all of a sudden it was like, oh, everything kind of slowed down and got put on hold. And so it was like, what are the things that I've been wanting to do that I can finally do now? So I think that that's definitely the case for, for many. So with all of that, one thing that you had mentioned was that it goes off and on and, you know, that you obviously you have travels and you have other things going on. So do you tend to write just in spurts when you're feeling inspired or is everything you write typically from your, from your journal entries? How does that really incorporate and work in when you do your writing? Okay. Well, when I'm writing in my journal, it's whenever, usually it's in the morning when I'll write something down, but when I'm actually sitting down to write a book, which I'm working on now, another book, I start, I write every morning. Sometimes I get a lot done. Sometimes I just go through and edit. But yeah, I try and write every morning. It's a dis- it's a discipline, and that otherwise it never gets done because there are always other things you can do other than write. So yes, so I so, you know first thing in the morning I'll have a cup of coffee, and then I'll do some writing. I try and do that every day. Yeah, I, and you nailed it on the head. It's a discipline. It's something that if you don't make yourself sit down and at least give yourself that time slot to do it then you'll keep putting it off and finding other things to do and fill up your time. And yeah, you nailed it on the head with that for sure. And I think that that is the challenge for some people because, you know, they, they get blocked or stuck or they have this idea that, you know, you're supposed to sit down and it's just supposed to kind of magically come out and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right, so right. exactly. And sometimes you get good stuff and sometimes you don't get good stuff. And sometimes you just keep writing all day if, you, if you're if you able to. But But yeah, but I think the fact that you actually sit down and do something every day it's um you know it's like playing a musical instrument if you if you don't play it then you won't be very good you have to practice so sitting down and writing every day is sort of that same kind of discipline in my opinion yeah absolutely it's about the consistency for sure so what would be your top pieces of advice for people who have been wanting to write a book maybe they haven't actually finished it yet and they're wanting to pursue it what would be the do's and don'ts that you would share with them Well, I think the most important thing is to write, get it out there. And I don't recommend showing it to a lot of people while you're in the process of writing because, you know, your good friends are going to say, oh, it's wonderful, whether it is or not. You know, it's so write your book, get it finished, get it done um, and then go through it again and sort of do your own personal editing. At that point, you can get it to either a beta reader, which is somebody who will read the book and not edit it, but just give some feedback. So I did that. I, I had a beta reader with my book. And then I hired an editor to do the editing. It's it's crucial to hire an editor. Don't ever try and put out a book that you've written and you think it's fine, even a children's book, because you can't see your own mistakes. Even editors hire editors, you know. And I also hired a wonderful book cover designer because 
it is true. Um, you can judge a book by its cover, or at least you're going to buy a book by its cover. And when you're thinking about your cover, you might want to consider that it's going to be seen probably online as a very small little square. So it's got to be attract attention and be legible. Like Amazon Hitchhiker, this book is, I think, my best cover that I've had. And I worked with the designer from Bulgaria, Donika. It's important to have a good cover. And then another thing you consider, once you once you figured out, once you finished your book and you've had an editor go through it, you also need to write a blurb for the back. And a lot of people think that's easy, but it's it's really hard to condense everything in a way that sounds appealing to the reader as they pick it up at a bookstore and glance at it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and you nailed some excellent points there. It's it's always a worthwhile investment to make sure that your book is the highest quality it can be and that it's professional and that you, you do work with the people that, that know what they're doing and they know how to make sure that it, it knocks all the other boxes to get the right attention. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. And you can't, you even if you are an editor, you can't see your own mistakes, you know, just like for F-O-R-F-O-U-R, if you've written it, you're not going to see that. You know, if, if they're just simple things like that, you won't see. And and so it really, another eye, a professional eye is crucial to, that's one of the problems with some of the independent book people um, that are putting out their own books is they don't get an editor. And it makes all, everyone think independent books aren't aren't as good as um, books published by a big mm. publishing house. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point too, exactly. Because, yeah, because, you know, you're, when you're even when you're just, rereading back through your own, own stuff, your brain kind of fills in those gaps and just, you just don't see it, like you said, but you're absolutely right. And it, it does dampen the the reputation, right? And what, absolutely. what think about, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. important for sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So what are you currently working on? Do you want to share more about that and what to expect upcoming with that? Well, I'm, I've just started a new book and it's about, I've done a lot of travels with my son. So it's a book about traveling with my son. So it's going to be incorporate stories about traveling with him because we have some crazy stories. I started traveling. I, first trip I took with him was to Fiji when he was three months old and we went to the out islands of Fiji. So I've been, you know, adventuring, you know, with him for, since he was small and there are the pros and cons. So I just, it's, it's, um, so it'll be those stories with some, perhaps some advice for other people who, because people are afraid to travel with children. A lot of people are. So this will be a way to encourage you or at least warn you of what you can and can't do traveling with kids. Pros because, and cons, right? Pros yeah, and cons. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing better for your kid than to travel with your kid and adventure with your kid. Oh, I love that. I love that you guys got to travel the world and you got to take him and show him the adventures. And it sounds like you're kind of a free spirit from all of your travels. Is that what you would say or... That's what people say. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but adventurer is what I say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, adventure, right, yeah. No, I completely yeah. agree. That sounds beautiful. So it also sounds like you could, through your books, that people could get an idea of not just how they could feel more confident with traveling, whether it be with children or by themselves or whatever, but do they include practical tips on how people can actually travel, even if they're on a budget or, you know, how they can actually make that happen? All right. This book, actually, I was one of the first reviews I got for it was uh, with someone in Tanzania. And he was a young man. And he said, wow, if you could do it back in the 70s, I can do it, too. You know, he was probably in his 20s. So uh, this book is just stories. This is this is my adventure. This is traveling overland from Canada, hitchhiking across the United States and Mexico through Central America 
and then into the jungles of South America and then down to Argentina and Brazil and, you know, all of my adventures. So it is, it is more about my adventures. The book I'm writing still congealing. So maybe I shouldn't even be talking about it, but, but that, that one I'm thinking I may add some more information to it about how to, how to travel. Of course, before I can publish anything like that, my son has to approve it. <laughs> I guess he's right. in it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. He may not sure. approve it. <laughs> yeah, do a little stamp right there. and Like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I love that. It sounds like does, does he, your son, does he continue to travel or has he kind of gone on his own thing? Oh, yes, he travels quite a bit. He was just actually in, um, in northern Iraq and Turkey um, a month ago. So, yeah, he's... One of the trips we took when we were young was driving cross country in the United States, and he was the map reader. He could read maps before he could actually read words. So, <laughs> yeah, he's been, he, he knows how to travel, and he's much better. He's probably a better traveler than me at this point. <laughs> well, I, I, I would assume if you spent your whole childhood, you know, learning how to travel, that, that, would, that would be kind of a natural flow, right, <laughs> to follow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So if someone is listening and they're thinking, wow, it sounds amazing, and I would love to check out Allison's work and, and see the things that she's done, whether that be on the film side or the book side, how can they check out your work and ultimately connect with you? Well, they can go to my website. There are two ways to get to it. You can go to echohillproductions.com or allisonhayes.com. We'll get you there, too, and that'll give you information on both the film and the books you know, that I've done. Awesome. And I did have one other question for you. So it, especially because in the beginning, you kind of mentioned that you had done filmmaking and acting, and then, you know, you also do the writing. Do you ever incorporate those two things and do any film writing that is related to the work that you're writing? Well, yes, in a way. I mean, the film that you mentioned in my introduction, that won an award, and that was about conservation of the Florida panther in Florida. And so, yes, that it started out as a song. I wrote the song and then the song became a film. Usually it's the other way around, but yes. Right. Yeah. No, that's great. I, I just I had to throw that question in there. I was curious. So Sure, awesome. sure. Yeah. 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 And each project seems to live on its own, but yeah, this anyway, I'm I'm very pleased with how Amazon Hitchhiker's done because people of all ages and walks of life are really enjoying my adventure, whether they're adventurers themselves or they just, you know, want to adventure from the couch. <laughs> right. Live vicariously through your adventure in your book, you know. Exactly. Because I don't recommend anybody do some of the things I did. I was very honest and I had some crazy adventures. <laughs> wow. Well, that sounds great. Well, for all my listeners, if you want to learn more about travel or to just experience those adventures, through Allison's book, then definitely check out her books or, of course, you know, her other one, the children's book. Just, you know, do connect with Allison. I will include her details in the description for you guys. Allison, thank you so much again for joining me on the podcast. It was great to have you. Thank you. It's been real fun talking with you. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. So for all my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening from, and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.